to the matter at hand. So what do you say? Are you back in the band? Well, maybe if I can find my old leather. Dude, we're getting the band back together. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. Blindsided baby. I got Joe back in the fold. Over here is Scott. Oh baby. Oh yeah. And what would it be without Barry O'Hara? Good to be here. Welcome back, boys, to Blindsided. We're back together. Oh, it feels yeah. so good. I am so glad you did that because I was going to go on like a riff of like all the back songs I knew, like Back in Black and Boys Are Back in Town, and you just saved me all that effort. I had to stop myself at some point because I was going to do this. It, that could have been like 10 minutes long. There's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great to be back, fellas. Yes. Good so to have you back, Joe. We are back. Uh, we have a special... Special guest coming on in about 10 minutes. I gave the boys a little time to do a little research. I'm done. Um, but I I promised I would wait till 510, so uh, that's when we'll call her in. Or him, you know. So, uh, welcome back. Let's get right into it. Well, can I get caught up first? Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the Bride from Kill Bill... Because she's skilled in all kinds of, this, you know, and the same weapons as John Wick, but she also has that special hand trick. Tarantino, because he seems like he's had no rules and would fight dirty. Slow release, preferably two episodes a week. Lucky Charm for Leprechaun, because they're historically hard to catch and magical. Dave, get closer to the microphone. <laughs> Star Wars theme song. Sammy Hagar, because David is a pretty boy that would sucker punch and run away. B-A-R-R-Y, B-A-R-R-Y. Yes. I like wood and my gin dry. B-A-R-R-Y. <laughs> Animal House, Something About Mary, Dumb and Dumber, that sometimes I'd rather go to sleep rather than have sex, depending on the size of your yard, about two hours and 15 minutes a week would cover it. (laughs) All caught up, fellas. Doesn't it suck when you're not here? Oh, my God. I was telling Scott on the way down here. I'm listening to that podcast, and I was like, oh, my God, I got a great answer. Or, like, I'd, I'd want to comment on somebody else's answer, but I couldn't. So Barry and I were talking about this on the way over, that... I'm actually like turning work and things down because I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. But uh, I've got this podcast on Thursdays I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to go act for you. And the answer is always like, what? Are you serious? I'm like, yeah, yeah if you can if you can move that off a of Thursday, that'd be great. But uh, otherwise, I'm really, really busy. I've blocked out on my calendar four o'clock onwards on a Thursday. So people Same are like, here. oh, are you available? I was like, sorry, look at my calendar. Do you know how mad I am that I'm going on vacation next week? Oh, that's right. I'm mad too. And I, and I haven't hit it from the family. They know. I'm just like, they're oh, you like, don't hide. No. Hey, dad, aren't you, ha- aren't you excited to go away? And I'm like, no, not at all. Uh, I'm not going to be on the podcast Thursday. And that's- aren't, aren't you supposedly going to the 
happiest place on earth too? I guess. My my problem is I was like, maybe I'll call in, but I think we're doing Epcot that day. And, you know, we're going to explore the different countries. So I don't know how I would be by five o'clock because I'll be so full of cultural knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you should call in from a certain country. That's true. Maybe I will. I don't remember a choice between napping and sex in any of our podcasts. No, it was what would you tell yourself at 15 that you wouldn't believe now or whatever it is. Yeah, that's oh. good, that's good and one. it's that I'd rather go to sleep sometimes than have sex. Because at oh, 15, okay. you'd be like, no way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So before, okay. go ahead. Can I, can I do the Fight Club question of the week? Absolutely. All right. You don't think I'd brought one as well? So yeah, oh. I was going to say. Oh. You're just absconding with his bit over this here. Is gonna, this is a throwback to our middle-aged white guy status. <laughs> David Hasselhoff from Knight Rider mm-hmm. or Tom Selleck from Magnum P.I. In their prime. Who would win in a fight? I'm, I'm glad you cleared up the in your prime. In their, in their prime, prime thing, right. Yeah. That we, does confuse things. Every time we got to ask that question, mm-hmm. are we talking about when they were on their show or whatever? I'm keeping okay. it tight, baby. So in their prime. Well, Selleck was quite an athlete. I don't think Hasselhoff really was. I mean, obviously he looked pretty physically fit. But Selleck uh, was a de- decent ba- uh, baseball player and and and, and some, something of an athlete. And he had the mustache. And he did have a mustache. He, he probably could have defeated. Uh, the mustache. He could have defeated Hasselhoff and that car with that mustache. No, see, that's where I was thinking, like, are we including the cars? Cause well, well, that was the, the next question. He had the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, okay. Ferrari 308 versus Kit. It's got to be Kit. Yeah. Kit's, Kit Kit's, was intelligent. He's yeah. intelligent. And could fly and do a, like go on two wheels. And yeah. It was like a James Bond car. Yeah. So yeah. if cars are involved, Hasselhoff. If not, then I would say Selleck. Well, remember, Hasselhoff had a um, criminal record, so he couldn't have a gun. And Selleck was always packing, right? <laughs> packing what? Well, <laughs> a a gun. Didn't he have a little silver or something or other? Yeah. Plus, you know, Selleck always had, you know, the, not only the mustache, but he had that, you know, chest hair and everything. He just looked cooler. Mm-hmm. He spent three weeks in Detroit Tigers training camp. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that makes him tougher than Hasselhoff? I think so. Can handle a bat. <laughs> I, I don't think Hasselhoff really all, looked all that buff when he was in Knight Rider. He's always wearing a leather jacket. You're right. I mean, yeah. he relied on that that car to do a lot of the hard work. It wasn't until Baywatch these started. Yeah, okay, so what yeah. about Baywatch versus Selleck? Still. I mean, I have even less respect for him <laughs> then. What, are you crazy? Getting a job where he's surrounded by the likes of the old school Pam Anderson? I, I assumed he was he was gay in that. No? I assumed Tom Selleck was gay in Magnum P.I. Because <laughs> of the mustache and the chest hair. Yeah. No, he he got chicks, didn't yeah, there he? Were, yeah, there were always yeah. ladies after him. Like on, on every episode, there was one. I, yeah. I feel like what both of them had was a lack of respect for the women in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. I mean, pick a woman and respect her and be with her. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would say. Preach. Like Lee Majors in Fall Guy. He was with, what's her name all the Air time? Air Fawcett. Like yeah. Captain Kirk. Wait, What? what? <laughs> You know, it was, he didn't even stick to his own species. That, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I see what kind of... <laughs> I see where you took that. I mean, one per species seems okay. Yeah. You're not discriminating. One right. species per week? Yeah. yeah. 
Then maybe they should have renamed that show Species of the Week. <laughs> maybe it would have lasted longer. Apparently, from what I'm reading, somebody put heat uh, heat rub on uh, Tom Selleck's jockstrap at one point during training camp. Like, so he was not well-liked. Like, uh, like icy hot or something. I, I think know. you might be well-liked to do that. That yeah, might yeah. be like a rookie thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you know? Like, we might do that here. We have a, <laughs> we have a rookie guest on. Perhaps they felt threatened by him. That was a way to get rid of him. Maybe he was better than... Well, he showed them, didn't he? Yeah. He described it as like an atomic bomb going off in his groin. <laughs> it was the best day of my life. <laughs> I call that a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, can I ask, what what brought that up? Were you stumbling across like, you know, TV form or form TV, whatever it was, TV land? No, I was just meditating, and I'm like, what would Joe do in this situation? Oh, my God. See? So good. Yeah. It happens. Channeling St. Joe. You're channeling chest hair and a mustache? Exactly. Like, oh, my God. What would Joe do? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a sexier man, Asshoff, or, or, or Tom Selleck? I have a feeling, kind of like those those hair bands back in the day, you'd be like, man, those guys are so cool. And then like, you look at them and as an adult now, you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling if you go back and watch those shows, you'd be like, I can't believe I thought this guy was, would have been a heartthrob. Yeah. And, and the TV shows in those days, they wore the same friggin' outfits every yeah. week. Hawaiian shirt. Un- yep. Yeah. And a yeah. Detroit Tigers cap. That was Selleck, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the leather jacket. And wasn't he on friends later too? Wasn't he like Monica's, he you know, Selleck or Hasselhoff? Selleck, Selleck was. Selleck was. Yeah, he was. On he was somebody's he was boyfriend. Mo- right? He was Monica's uh, boyfriend, I believe. Yeah. Wasn't Magnum PI on the same night that like Friends started to or Cheers? Mm, I thought I it was remember. a Thursday night. Could be because you guys were talking about nights of the week last last week. See, yes. I was listening. Yeah, good job, Joe. I know. As soon as it dropped, I was on. I have never watched a complete episode of Knight Rider or. I did. Or uh, I bet you have. Magnum P.I.? Magnum P.I. I've never never <sighs> seen an entire episode. Never. Those are favorites. Come on. Never. Honestly. We stopped the farm to go watch those. <laughs> <laughs> little it's, it's, din- dinner bell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have a TV to watch? I just assumed you recreated the scene. <laughs> right. All right, folks. This week, you're Tom Selleck, Scotty. <laughs> I picture them gathered around like one of those wood yeah. radios. Go get Bessie. Yeah. That's your Ferrari or Lamborghini or whatever he had. <laughs> vroom, vroom. John Deere. Exactly. Well, now I'm going to save my who would win in a fight till later. You should. You don't want to be upstairs. You yeah. should. I, I, I've heard that my who win who would win in a fight isn't allowed today. Oh, not happy. You're not getting advice from um, a particular someone, are you? I don't know. You all seem to poo-poo the idea, except for Barry. He was on my side. Yeah. Barry gets my humor. Um, it's 5.09, so I'm going to call in our guest anyways. So many questions. It's going to be great. Trust me. Or not. Who knows? I, I, haven't, I still haven't read like the liner notes or anything on the book. Good. I'm glad. No idea. Hello. Hello. Is this Mara? This is. Hello. This is Andrew. I'm calling from. Hi, Andrew. I'm calling from Pod Populi in Hudson. Wow. Nice to, nice to, nice to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. It's great to have you. So here's the situation. I gave the boys, I got Joe, Barry and Scott here. I gave them all of 10 minutes to research you. Hi Mara. Hello. Now they're going to ask you some serious questions, but then I'm going to get to some really deep questions. So 
I'll just I'll just give you the top level. Uh, uh, Mara, best-selling author. Um, this I, this book has been read by more people here in Pod Populi than any other book. Okay, number one. <laughs> Writer director. Wow. Uh, has done a TED talk. Wow. Have you guys done a TED talk? No. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, and she's done it all. She's probably half our age. So, I mean. Now I'm pissed off. I don't want to make you guys feel any <laughs> worse about your lives, but you've really accomplished nothing. It's really bad. Okay. So, I hope one of you has a question for her. Well, I see your last name is Archer. So, I mean, it's obvious. Are you related to Sterling Archer? Yeah, I, okay. I actually am. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He's my favorite. He, <laughs> he's my. Let's see. He's my like step brother in law, kind of. It's a, it's like a weird relation, but absolutely. Awesome. No, but seriously, every time I go to order uh, a drink at like Starbucks or something, I always say because my first name is kind of difficult. I always say um, Archer, like the TV show, and everyone that's cool gets the reference. Sweet, I'm cool. I think that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, this couldn't have gone more horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Mara, have you ever watched a complete episode of either uh, Knight Rider or Magnum P.I.? Actually, both. Oh. Yeah. Well, then and, you can and, you, go ahead. And I frequently say to my car named Carla, hit the turbo. Nice. <clears throat> Who do you think would win in the fight? Magnum P.I. or Hasselhoff uh, as Michael Knight? Definitely Magnum P.I. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Right. Unless Hasselhoff in Baywatch, then then Hasselhoff in Baywatch. <laughs> Joe, you got a question? I do. I loved your TED Talk. And I noticed <laughs> the, the PowerPoint presentations that accompany all of those TED Talks. Like how much of that are you in control of versus like they just have like a room of like, you know, PowerPoint geeks helping you out? Do you provide the um, content and then they create it for you? How's that work? Actually, I, I created that TED Talk myself. Um, I like to say that I'm like an amateur graphic designer. I have a lot of graphic design friends that I've stolen their knowledge of over the years. So I, I did that on my own. Uh, but it was like a TEDx. So they have less control, I think, over like the TED itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that. And then I actually edited the video because it wasn't up to my... Uh, prefer satisfaction. So the 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 YouTube video you see online is actually something that I edited. Wow. <clears throat> so here's my follow-up question. Who can tell me what TED stands for? Oh, I can't. Theodore. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Scott. I expect you to be like that. Yeah, actually, I don't know that. Okay, well, I do know it's it's technology, education, and... Design? Something like that. But I used to, so here's the backstory now that we've gotten that out of the way. I used to think that TED Talks were always by This is a Ted. true statement by me from, uh, but it's, it, it, it's a long time ago. I used to think it had to do with Ted Turner and that he would come on and I, it was almost like a fireside chat thing that he would come on TBS and he would do a TED Talk and it would be like his take on what's going on in the world. It was only later that I found out that that was horribly inaccurate. <laughs> Did Ted Turner ever do a TED Talk? That's a good question. I'd like to know that. Or or what's, who's his wife, what's his wife's name? Oh, uh, Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. I wonder if she did. Probably not. So I got a question. So the topic of this book, right, 
<laughs> when you thought of that, did you bounce it off some friends and like, would this be interesting? And people were like, man, no way. You should write like a science fiction novel or something like that. <laughs> like what made you think that like this book would, I don't know, people would gravitate towards it? Um, I wrote it because I was frustrated because everything that is in the book is 95% what happened at a place that I worked. So I wrote it because I just needed an outlet. Then I thought, wow, later, this is so ridiculous. It's kind of funny. Maybe people will relate to having terrible bosses. Uh, so yeah, that's, it's mostly the goal is for you to laugh at how people in control are typically the dumbest people that could be in control. I can tell, I read the whole book. And I, I teetered between giving it to the guys early so they could read it and being a dick and doing what I did. Um, <laughs> but I can also relate to almost all of it. Nice. Um, so, and, and you, you probably know this, you didn't go, you sort of went into a little bit of the book, but uh, as the generations take over a business, there's first generation, right? S- mm-hmm. Super innovative, super hardworking. Second generation still does a good job, understands the business. Third generation are fucking idiots. <laughs> so I worked for third generation for a food wholesaler. I hope he's not listening. He's probably dead. Um, and his his mom worked for it too. And she was like, I think 89 or 90 at the time. And just like this short, mean lady, but balls to the wall, knew her business, like, and they went into the inner city to, to, to sell food. And she had no fear in the inner city. Um, she had no problem, you know, talking back to people. But her son was a friggin' doofus. <laughs> like, like, he would say to do things that you knew were just going to be detrimental to the business. And you just had to sit there and go, sure. And then turn around and be like, not going to do that. So I, I laughed out loud at parts of the book. Um, I think, uh, especially because being in the business world, so many of those uh, things that you talk about, like SWAT and stuff like that, like come up all the time, you know. And I, in fact, it just came up the other day, and I, I teehee. Do you, are you a fan of SWAT, Andrew? Are you a fan of SWAT? Do you no. like SWAT? <laughs> Uh-huh. Every, we everything can be a strength or a weakness if you look at it, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Joe and I were just talking on the way down here about um, these strategy decks we all have to do. You know, like, oh, this is our new strategy. And it's like, God, I don't even remember the one I did last week, much less this week. But <laughs> a lot of times it's just busy work. It does feel like it. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Making plans to make plans to make plans. So I, I, I saw on there you like escape rooms. Right. Oh my gosh, I can talk about this constantly. Yes, let's I, talk about this. I want to know what is your success rate for escape rooms? Do you think total? Okay, I actually have a spreadsheet of this, so I know the exact. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my um, god. So I do I do escape rooms with my best friend who lives in Queens right now, and so whenever we get together, we spend way too much money on doing escape rooms. Uh-huh. She was just here last week, and we did five. And? We escaped. Whoa. All of them. Wow. So our running total since 2016 is we have a 70% escape rate. That's fantastic. Pretty good. Pretty proud of that. What have do you, you think all about escape the, the escape room movies? I, re- I I haven't seen the second one, to be honest, but I saw the first one and I really, really liked it. The um, second one was good, too. <clears throat> Not as good. 
I thought the first one captured the feeling of what it's like to be in an escape room. Yeah. Can you maybe build an escape room like they did? Like a full world escape room? That would be great. That would be really expensive. (laughs) So do you like ones that have certain themes? Like, I don't know, pirate theme or a classroom theme or like a zombie theme or... You know, I do like horror escape rooms. There's actually one in New York I really want to do that has moments of intense darkness. Um, There are some escape rooms that have actors in them. (laughs) There are some escape rooms in Germany that have actors in them, and they are uh, like more slaughter themes. So someone will come in while you're in the escape room and you have to hide from them and they're holding a chainsaw that that's kind of an interesting level. Um, I would enjoy that. But <laughs> what about a saw type escape room with a dead body sitting there oh my God. gets up at the end? <laughs> I, I think your next book should be like a, um, a tour book of like escape rooms. Like you can just, you, know, like oh you, my have the, God. you have the bourbon trail and you have all these beer trails and like scenic where you can all the parks and you can just have a, you could a path co- out a route across the U S for escape rooms, a coffee table book with pictures. That'd be great. That would be awesome. And then we could pair the escape rooms with like beer or, or wine, like afterward, like a place to go after you do your escape if room. You, if you must. <laughs> there we go. I'm thinking Rick Steve's like, you know, the Rick Steves of escape rooms. <laughs> Get a bunch of old people on a tour bus, take them, they got a lot of money, you know, take them around. Every time I've done an escape room, I always get to the point where they just start like, just tell them what to do. I feel like such an Aww. idiot. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Well, my success rate is 50% because I've done it twice. And the first one, we were so close. It was me and my wife and kids. And we had like, I don't know, we were really close. And then to the point where we're like, we're doing the same one again. <laughs> like we do the same one again like the next week and we're like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> so you've done two. It was, it was the same one. one. <laughs> Your success rate is um, zero. There's actually a, an escape room <laughs> podcast that I listened to and they talked about a guy who always took a date to the same escape room and he would tr- impress the date by doing the That's exact a great escape move. Room. I love that. <laughs> Did he ever go? I would, I would ho- hope at one point he walked in and one of the employees was like, "Hey Dan, how's it going?" <laughs> yeah, that would tip her off, right? <laughs> so, uh, also, Mara may or may not have written a a very, very lighthearted family comedy. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm only I'm only familiar with her literature work. Okay, well. Uh, you, do you want to give them a little lowdown of the plot of this this wacky comedy, The Talking Dog, uh, the missing relative who shows up and stays with the family and teaches them a heartwarming lesson about life? <laughs> um, yeah, so I I currently, I wrote a, you talk about Tamar Bites the Car, right, Andrew? Yes. So I wrote a script several years ago at this point that has been, in the works, right, as indie films are, uh, called Tamar Buys a Car. And it is essentially the tale of a woman trying to get out of her hometown because she feels trapped there due to, um, I guess, like not having the ability to get to the city to get a job, right? That's essentially what it is. Kind of semi-autobiographical, uh, but essentially it's you know, along the way, she runs into several obstacles that leads her to a path where she ends up not getting what she's trying for at the very end. But she does get what she wants, which is buying a car. So um, there's there's lots of uh, family plot elements to it, like dead cats and human trafficking and <laughs> other things that you may find in South Central Ohio. So 
So yeah. Um, I, and I have a wonderful team of actors, including Andrew, mm-hmm. um, who has been with me for the past couple of years, uh, being patiently waiting as I try to, uh, get this thing financed, but whenever, whatever it happens, it's going to be hilarious. Um, and I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. I so is, it's is, funny. Is the shooting all done? It's just all wrapped no, up? No, that's the thing no. that we need to do. <laughs> we, we, so co- this thing called COVID hit. Never heard of it. I, oh yeah. Could you explain, what is that again? So it's <laughs> this silly made up pandemic thing, right? That people talk about. Um, so we have been unable to, so she has been very cautious, which I appreciate. Um, we were going to try last September, October, and that was when things started to ramp back up again and it just didn't seem like a great idea. Well, you've got about two weeks until the next one hits. So (laughs) by the time it gets made, instead of being the dad, I'll be the granddad. (laughs) Oh my God. Be like, I remember back when. Tamar was 25. They'd be like, Tower needs a jetpack because they're like, no cars anymore. Yeah. I heard all you had to do in Cleveland to be a filmmaker was a, a camera, like a Canon, wasn't it? And a, yeah. a no mic. A, a Canon oh. Rebel T6. Yeah. And an uh, open mic with I no say? dead cat. Yeah. yeah. A mic with no dead cat. Yeah. Um, no boom and pole. just no script, just sort of come together and be like, hey, let's talk about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I'm only assuming the sound. From this movie is going to be top notch, because yeah. that—that's the—that's the thing that tanks a a local type of movie or you know the most is just the sound. Well, we so, all know the voices are going to be amazing, I <laughs> and I can only assume she's going to somehow write in four white guys in a podcast into the script <laughs> since it's not done yet. One of the white guys is already in it, <laughs> or, or maybe a escape room of some kind. <laughs> There should be a scene where it's like, you've been blindsided. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the end, instead of like the end, you'll just be like, you've been blindsided. It's like being Rick Rolls. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I know I ruined this for myself. I'm really disappointed in myself. But what's been your favorite episode so far of Blindsided or your favorite part? <laughs> uh the berry button thank you oh, that was good she has listened i we have to take it away from him where is it i, I want the berry button back you're never getting it you're back. never getting it back God damn it i'll bring my own you f- why don't you just sit there in the corner and be like berry 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 <laughs> yeah so what what sort of questions do we have uh, i did have a Oh, I had a nonsense question for it. Well, I actually well, went I back to your name. The, well, Wait a second, I, before I forget, okay. Okay. because uh, I've wanted to ask this question to us, but now it's even better. So Mara, your name's Mara mm-hmm. Archer. It yes. could have been a lot cooler, right? Could have been. Like, okay. what, what would have been cooler? So anyone who knows me knows <laughs> that I wanted to name my son Dominic Max Power. Mm-hmm. I was denied. <laughs> Johnny Dagger was also denied. Oh, my um, God. So what sort of cool name could have you could you have been? I mean uh, Archer. Wait a minute, so Mara Archer's like that's a real name? That's her real name. Oh, see, that's, that's my real name. That seems like a perfect name for like a director or author. Yeah, yeah. that's a good name. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So all that internal feminine rhyme, right? Yeah. Um, you know, my like huh, that's a good question. 
Ooh, um, I really like the name Rhiannon, <laughs> like the Fleetwood Mac song. That's a good name. I think that's an awesome name. It so would have gone well with that. Rhiannon Archer. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. Bowie Archer. Oh, I like that. Oh. You, you that's sort kind of, of got like the gender bow, neutral, too. And then it's the David Bowie thing, which is cool. It's so. always cool. You also have like Annie Archer. Right. That sounds like Annie Oakley, Annie Archer. Yep. Close enough. Wasn't there an Annie Archer that was an actress in like the Superman movie from the 70s? Or wait. That was Marco Kidder. Annie, you're thinking of the Annie you're thinking of was was in a John Ritter movie where he played a superhero. Oh, yeah. oh. She was really popular back then. Oh, it's going to bug me. <laughs> I, Scott, I'll just look it up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm still blown away by John Ritter and superhero. He he was he's a better actor than I thought. Well, in the movie, <laughs> in the movie, he's like I think he's like not a real superhero. He's like playing one for like a kids party or something like that. Anyways, okay, but he ends up buy. he ends up thwarting a robbery in his suit and he becomes like a yep. a local hero. It's actually really good. Well, I'm a I'm a John Ritter fan. If that so. movie hasn't been made, somebody should make it. Intent. <laughs> 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 okay, so that was my question. Scott, um, you had a question you were dying to get out? Yeah. I, I was going to ask about the um, each chapter starts with a hip-hop uh, quote or a quote oh, from a hip-hop yes. artist. So what's, mm-hmm, what's the, mm-hmm. what was the inspiration there? I read a book that uh, a I wrote, was recommended to me, a business book. I think the book was called um, – Oh man, it was a book by the uh, by his last name is Horowitz. He's like a super famous oh yeah um, business tycoon, rich guy. I think it's like people play places things or something. I can't remember the title of the book. Love eat pray, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, it was recommended to me. I started reading it. It was a business book, and he put a rap quote at the beginning of every single chapter. And the way the book read, I could not finish it, was very like, um, I am successful and you should listen to me. Also, here's this rap music that inspires me. And that's not the first time that I've heard, you know, like white guys be like, hey, I I really like this rap and I'm going to use it to like, I don't know, use it in a wrong way, I guess. And so I thought that was really interesting. And so I thought, well, I'm definitely going to use that because – that's it has been done before, but like do it in a way that really pokes fun at no, there's what nothing, I'm saying. There's nothing sadder than middle-aged white guys quoting, oh. you know, <laughs> well, the, I, which I did last week, by the way. I did run, run DMC. What Ari, did you quote? Uh, it's tricky. Ari Melber, Ari Melber on MSNBC does a great job of of incorporating uh, rap quotes into his what are pretty straight-ahead news segments. I love it. <laughs> so who's your favorite rapper, Mara? Ooh. Do you um, Do I have one? Uh, you know, do I Do it as a rap to, if you can. Yeah. That would oh be better. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I listened to Illmatic a lot a couple of years ago, so I'm going to say Nas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like on repeat. I'm more of a DMX guy myself. Nice. I'm, I'm old school run DMC. Are you? Yep. And, of course, Beastie Boys. Kiki. <laughs> 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 Joe and Joe and I do a uh, fight for your right to party. Oh, man, that shit all the time. brings the house does. down, doesn't They're it? Fantastic. Oh my god! I mean, you want to talk about people going crazy? Barry's looking like at the ceiling right now, like what's rap? <laughs> hey, I played sabotage at that bar that you guys saw my band play at. Oh, I, sorry, I left before true. then. That's true. 
It's more I, punk. I have another legitimate question. So, okay, yes. You always count on Scott for legitimate questions, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I'll make them illegitimate, though. Boring. I'm, I'm the boring one. Yep. Um, so I took it from... So Andy only let us read the cover because, you know, he sprung this on us like he does. Um, but I took it from the cover that you've been mansplained to a bit. So oh, you have maybe. a favorite mansplain example that you could share with us? Uh, that That is a wonderful question. This is the best question I could have ever been asked. Um, Do we need to explain uh, it a little easier for you to understand? <laughs> yeah, what is the question? Um, <laughs> uh, that, wow, that's actually, that surprises me. That's such a good question. Um, there's been so many. Well, well Scott's very I, sensitive. Nice so. job, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Adrian called me an empath last week. Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> I cry easily too. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I have to say, not in a work environment, but something that surprised me is my brother mansplained to me how to export a PDF once. <laughs> that really got me because it's number one, someone I never thought would do that to me. And number two, it's a PDF. So I think he, that one takes the cake. He doesn't seem like the kind of person who would mansplain either. I know. That's why nice. it shocked me. <laughs> To, to his credit, Adobe does make shitty software, though, and needlessly complicated and hard to use. Uh, so, you know, I pay for all my Adobe products because I use them, like anybody who buys Adobe products. Um, you better. That shit's expensive. <laughs> right. It's I mean, so anyways, uh, I, I keep trying to export stuff to Excel and stuff, and it keeps giving me error messages. And I'm like, what the hell? And, and in the past, I've usually just been like, forget it. I'm not even going to deal with it. But today I was like, you know what? I'm going to explore all these error messages and figure out what's going on. <laughs> and it was like, well, of course, number one was uninstall and reinstall, which I'm oh not going to do. But then there was like, oh, take all these files from this folder that's on your desktop or your, on your computer and paste them into this Adobe folder from, from this Adobe folder to the other one. So they obviously know there's an issue where it's not installing correctly. So sure enough, I did that and everything's exporting fine. Oh. Yes. I thought next step was go buy a Mac. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm too, I can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Mara, I apologize if you can't hear this because it's commercial time. Um, I'm not sure if it will come through your speakers or not. So you may no just, worries. you may hear dead air for about two minutes, but <clears throat> don't worry. This is my worst attempt yet at a commercial. So you're not missing out on much. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, honey, what's wrong? I don't know. I can't think of a commercial this week. Well, now you won't have to. With Commercials Are Us, let us do the heavy lifting. With Commercials Are Us, you just pick the topic and let us do the rest. Local happenings you want to talk about? I'm talking about you, I shanties. You want to chop up some old bits from your old podcast and make them into a funny commercial? Well, you don't really need us to do that one, do you? But, want to make a funny commercial about a fake TV show? We can do that. Let us take the worry out of the phony commercials in your podcast. That's right, Commercials Are Us does the hard work for you, so you can spend that quality time with your family. Wow, you're in a better mood now. What happened? Oh, honey, I let Commercials Are Us do everything. And now I have free time with you. You know what? Maybe I should be working on my own commercials. Gotta go. All right. I don't know if you heard that, 
But then, I did not. Oh, I'm sure oh. it was great. All right, yeah. so we got one more thing because the people, one yet. the people at Commercials or Us then put together a commercial based on, we talked about the Love Boat uh, last week, I think. So they put together this little ditty. So you got like one more, you got another minute of silence, then we'll be back. Okay. Coming this fall, it's time to leave port again. ABC brings back a classic. <laughs> Cozy up to the bar and have a drink with your favorite bartender, Isaac. Remember, it's closed due to supply issues. <laughs> Get ready for Captain Steubing and Julie to take you on another adventure. Julie, why don't you show our esteemed guest all the great activities we have going on? Remember, Captain, all activities are closed. Um, COVID... Has anyone seen Gopher? Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Love Boat 2022. Spread the co- The love. All right, we're back. They, they, I don't know. I think we're going to have to stick to doing our own commercials. It wasn't very strong. It was a sad commercial about the Love Boat. I, <laughs> and how like COVID it. has ruined it. I, I feel like they specialize in funeral home commercials. <laughs> a, little, a little down. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Gopher. Gopher died, Mara. Just so you know. <laughs> no, Fred Gopher Grandy is not dead. I know he's not. Oh, I thought you were saying he was dead. Uh, Barry, not him, not the actor, but... It was the show, Barry. The show. God. You, Barry, do you know that the people on TV aren't really those people? Well, like Tom Selleck would be fighting David Hasselhoff, not Magnum P.I. I thought Gopher was in the U.S. House of Representatives he from was. Iowa. He was. You're so smart, Barry. But Gopher wasn't. You should write a book. Uh, Fred Grandy was. Fred Gopher Grandy. That was his name, <laughs> in case you were wondering. Um, so I have some other stuff. Uh, we do need a, another. Can I do my who, who would win in a fight? I think. I Come think on, guys. Come on, let me do it. Okay, so here was my who would win in a fight. And is I'll, everybody going to do their own who's going to win in a fight? I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be a who's winning Mine's a fight. Mine's going to be quick because I'm just going to give you the answer. Who would win in a fight? Ben Roethlisberger or Deshaun Watson? Ooh. Okay. The answer is who cares as long as they both get kicked in the nuts? Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> See? She laughed. See? Yeah. you just they all, think, they all think that's too sensitive. Our, our, female, <laughs> our female membership just shot up. Skyrocketed. Right. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I got that out of the way. Mara, do you happen to have a question before we go on? Mm, like a like, who would win in a fight? Yeah, well, <laughs> if you want to, apparently, Joe, Joe loves those questions. <laughs> We're known for. I mean, I'm the only one who doesn't have a who would win in a fight question. Well, you better think well, of then, one. Then go ahead. We'll give Mara some time to think of something. Uh, who would win in a fight, <laughs> Matt or Christian? Christian, he's an MMA guy. Yeah. Matt looks a little bit wiry. See, I'm not even going to answer. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you asking that question? Because we deal with both of them. <laughs> Matt says Christian. Matt, Matt says just Christian. came in and said Christian, so there's your answer. <laughs> yeah. All right, I say Christian. Christian. So, Mara, having listened to all our podcasts, obviously, every single mm -hmm. one of them, front to back, probably at twice speed. And is, backwards. Which is my new thing I love to do, is listen to podcasts at two times. Um <clears throat> Who do you think our demographics are? 
I think it is uh, unicorns and roses <laughs> and fairies. No, but seriously, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I would assume people that like um, Generation Xers is what I would assume. Is that correct? Hmm. I hope so. I was, I was hoping it was the cool kids. <laughs> yeah. Why we, can't cool kids be Generation X? Well, yeah. they can. Yeah. Of course they can. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Counting yourselves out. <laughs> Barry, Joe, Scott, Mara. Mara, nice meeting you. Enjoy your work. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the movie when it comes out. Yeah. If you need some middle-aged white guys, like a background, like walking across the street or something, I am your man. Yep. I look as average, has my name it suggests, Joe. I look as average and forgettable as you need. Did, mm-hmm. Where is she going to find a middle-aged white guy that wants to be in a movie? <laughs> yeah. They're, so, they're really hard to find. Yeah, they're so hard to find. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You all are wonderful and really funny. I, I laughed a lot listening to your podcast. Uh, Joe's shuffling you off. I mean, we still have time, but. Oh, no. I, no. I was going to ask about her outdoor skills. Yeah. Book cover says she wants to run off into the woods screaming. Yeah. There's some survival. Well, that could just mean she wants to run off into the woods screaming. Like, not. Maybe well, it's not. She, maybe it's she not seems very intelligent to me. I feel, I feel like she's I thought think, this through. I think that we can make that happen. <laughs> What's the plan? Well, a knife, uh, some sort of, you know, scream type outfit, <laughs> knock on your door. That's a different movie. And then, then you'll run out screaming and then, you know, hopefully you don't have a heart attack, but you'll get into the woods and we'll be like, surprise, we, we helped your dream come true. <laughs> and then, then we'll be arrested. I was going to say, you're just showing your middle-aged white guy privilege right there because anybody know. else would be shot. I know. Yeah. What about recording the podcast on location in the woods while screaming? I, we got to do it. That'd be cool. We got to do it somewhere other than in here. We're going to. Why? This place is great. Christian, Matt. Alcohol. I, here's a little something. So you'll enjoy this. Is uh, I, I bought some equipment for the house. And one of the ideas I had, which I know my wife hates, is I'm just going to set it up in the kitchen. And like when people walk in and come home, be like, welcome, you're on my podcast. Come on in, sit down. And then I'll interview them like I don't know. I'm like, my daughter will come in from school, be like, what's your name? Oh, that's great. What do you do? I tell you what, they they will open up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Joe did that a few years ago. I did. Brilliant. Being in a new spot. Makes you like a different person, you know. It'll add a new element to the whole thing. I think. Well, I won't be a middle-aged white guy someplace else. Yes. <laughs> well, you'll be, let's do it. You'll be interesting. Oh my gosh. We did it at work. We set up a podcast uh, set up in our studio at work, and um, we sat down and to use it one day, and just sat, we weren't even recording. And it was just cool to like we we wanted to talk more, even people that never talk. See, like, stories like that from Scott would be would be interesting if he was somewhere else. Right. So you're saying no, right here it's no, not? No. I mean, yeah, obviously right near, here they're never interesting. No. So where is the most interesting place you could go? I thought we'd start with the woods and see how that goes. Where are you thinking, Joe? I think a rest, you know, we've been trying to get some of these bartenders on the podcast, right? Yeah. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? No, I don't get me wrong. I Come on, Joe. If somebody was to say what would be the coolest or most, I don't want to say coolest, 
interesting place to do like a podcast? Bathroom. <laughs> Public bathroom. Gross. Yeah. Walk in. <laughs> gas walk station. In, you're at a table with a podcast equipment. You're like, hey, what's up? Gas station bathroom. Yes. Yeah, like a truck stop, <laughs> like with the showers and everything. Scott looks disgusted. I think in There's a restaurant in Twinsburg, you can get you'll just you just call people over. Hey, you come here, tell us a, a story. Well, we'll be in a restaurant in a, in another month, not even. All right, we're we're doing a a remote from a, a Mexican restaurant here we in can, Hudson. I, we could do it at that blue big box people store, people watching store. Oh, the people of our Sprawl Mart. The thing is, they'll throw you out of there. Will they? Maybe. It's free marketing. What if we're in a we're in a cart and we're like, we're shopping here. <laughs> I've got bananas and a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an answer, but I feel bad saying it because Mara's on the phone, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I, I think like a gentleman's club would be interesting. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Honestly, think it would about be the story. It would be fantastic, Joe. Because I think you would get the women to open up about like not their stage names. They'd be like, you know what, my name's not Crystal, it's Beth. And I've got two kids and <laughs> I'm they, not, they all have two kids, an abusive relationship, and that's not to, true. They're putting themselves through school. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. Full so when we lived in Massachusetts, my friend his buddy owned the local strip club that happened to be like a couple miles from our house. And anytime he came, he wanted to go there and it's not my favorite place. Right. Oh yeah. Me neither. I don't like people to touch me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want (laughs) to talk any of that stuff. I'm just like, uh, but one of the, one of the strippers there was married to the mayor. (laughs) Whoa. Any of you guys touches me, I'll kill you. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's me. Settle down, Francis. I don't so because it, it it's like even like as an actor, like you know, we talk about you know, if there's a scene where there's touching or kissing or whatever, and I'm all and, and my wife knows there could be nothing more unpleasant for me <laughs> than to get anywhere near another human being. So you don't have to do that in Mars movie, do you? No. Get intimate with somebody. No. Is there any intimacy in your movie, Mara? Uh, not consensually. Yeah. Ew. Oh boy. Gross. <laughs> but it's funny. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Trigger speaking, warning. Speaking of that, Andy's got some good uh, Deshaun Watson jokes. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't talk about them. They don't want me to say anything. Uh, Barry. Speaking of, though, it is like quarter of. Is it too early to do our our viewer, our listener mail? No, now's the time okay. on uh, Blindsided where Wait, we... Wait, not yet, because... Oh. I promised I would come up with an intro for oh, middle-aged white guy advice. Something else that Mara can't hear. Also known as MAGA. Um, oh, my God. This, this intro is <laughs> only 17 seconds long, so you won't miss a lot. Okay, so hold on, and then we'll get into it. Oh, very nice. For middle-aged white guy advice. <laughs> there it is. Okay, now's the time on Blindside where we read questions or comments from listeners and offer our, our own answers, questions, or comments. Also, most of the answers that you'll hear are coming from our intern who happens to be a middle-aged white guy. If you have questions or comments for the podcast, please send them to getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. First question. Anybody just jump in if you got an answer. Okay. Just jump in. Got it. 
All right. Dear Blindsided, I like, excuse me, I, I like wearing sandals, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's cold outside. What do I do? Oh, it's, is this even a question? <laughs> As a middle-aged white guy, you wear socks. Right. Right? What Preferably, color? It depends on the color of the sandal. Darker the sandal, the lighter the sock. Right. Black sandal, white sock. White, white sandal, sandal, black, black sock. Right. I like that answer. And the higher the sock, the better. You have a lot. Always. In com- you have a lot in common with our intern, Joe. Really? Yes. <sighs> Basically, the, the exact same answer we got. Oh, from the sorry, intern. I didn't mean to ruin it. No, you. it's perfect. Mara, any thoughts on that? <laughs> I think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the intern's answer was socks with sandals is a perfectly appropriate choice for the middle-aged white guy, preferably black socks. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you gassy, Barry? It's this gin. This, it's this tequila-flavored gin that you know, gave me. isn't it? Something it's else. It's very nice. It's actually a hybrid. Okay. This one. Question two. Dear Blindsided, this whole computer thing is just a fad that will eventually go away, like Pet Rocks and Beanie Babies, right? Sure. That's a good question. That was the question, just oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, computers are so... Last year, do you remember Betamax and VCRs and DVDs and Blu-rays and all that compact discs? It all go. It all goes away. It does. It does. So, remember when you used to have those watches that had like, like little games on them or mm. calculators? Where are those? Gone. Gone. What What about you as a young person, Mara? What What's What do you think about computers? They're They're so last week, I assume. You, what What are you guys using these days? Um, <clears throat> I guess we're using, uh, just the phone, really. <laughs> right. What do you mean a phone? You mean like a rotary phone you can use to... <laughs> How could you get a cord get long your emails enough? and stuff? Well, so I have to have like 30 different cores depending on what I'm doing. Oh, see now, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. I What's guess he- the kids are using phones. Yeah, apparently. Okay, the intern's answer is yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> He's insightful. Well, how much are we paying this intern? <laughs> Don't concern yourself with familiarizing yourself with technology of any kind. When people ask questions about newfangled gadgets, just say, I'm not technical. Problem solved. I like that. Yeah. Honey, honey, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another good answer. Okay, question three, moving along. Dear Blindsided, I heard some new music coming out of my kid's bedroom the other day. I didn't care for it. What should I do? Um, well, first away, first you should probably take away their cassette player. <laughs> or, if they're, or maybe they have an 8-track and smash that thing. Yeah. I mean. Because it only leads to drugs. Right. Right? Prostitution. And satanic. Satanic worshiping. Yep. Yep. Prostitution. Yes. Okay. The intern's answer. I haven't listened to any new music in 20 years. I advise you do the same. (laughs) How about yourself, Mara? What are you listening to? Uh, I I just got The Queen is Dead. (laughs) Really? Yes. I mean, that's almost in my era. (laughs) What's that? Is that Sex Pistols? Smiths. Smiths. Hmm. OK, 
Okay. That's a good album, by the way. And yeah, well, I paid fifty bucks for it. So a lot of <laughs> what? A lot of modern artists will tell you that they're hugely influenced by them. And it's actually an LP album. Uh, no, it was a vinyl. Yeah, I I watched a YouTube video on on how Johnny Marr got that sound on "How Soon Is Now" that song. It's it's amazing. I, yeah, yeah. He he later lent that same computer that he. Or, I'm sorry, computer. What's a computer? <laughs> he lent that guitar that he recorded that on to um, Noel Gallagher, who did not give it back for like 20 years. I don't, well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like me at Noel all. Gallagher at all. He yeah. seems like such a nice guy. Anyway, uh, question four. Oh, wow. four! Wow, four. jeez, we're getting a lot of mail. <laughs> Dear Blindsided, I enjoy pulling up to a four-way intersection and waving people on, even if they got there well <laughs> after me. <laughs> Some people find this annoying. Where do you come down on the issue? Scott, Scott your thoughts. Yes, well, certainly. As long as you you got to be consistent and also stop in the roundabout whenever somebody comes up. So it, no matter if you're already in the roundabout, just stop. I mean, whatever happened to being nice? Of course, you just stop and you wave. I mean, right. I understand people behind might be irritated and honking, but yeah. pay it forward is what I, I always say. I, I say it's better safe than sorry. Correct. The, everybody else is in a bigger hurry than you are, right? Yeah. Just let them go. I mean, yeah. There's a reason our insurance rates are the lowest. That's a good point. Yeah. I did see like a video that someone was driving the wrong way in the roundabout today. I saw oh that seriously. And West. Mara, for the record, our roundabout has a, a million arrows pointing which way to go. <laughs> Mike West, another middle-aged white guy, is welcome on the podcast as far as I'm concerned. Anytime. Love that guy. Do we need to beep that? No, he he's the one who put the, oh, the picture Barry. up. He's a fantastic guy. We're always having to edit you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mike do West. You, now, Mara, do you guys drive? Or is there like, or is there like you guys use scooters or... Um, uh, we, some sort of fancy. These, there's these like boots that you put on that kind of like lifts you in the air a little bit, like anti-gravity. It's very oh, convenient. Sorry. Never have to walk again. Like back to the future skateboards. Sounds dangerous. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now I'm really old. <laughs> All right. So the answer to question four from our middle-aged white guy intern, I have spent entire afternoons at four-way intersections just waving everybody on. <laughs> I want everybody oh to I want everyone to know I've got all day. You go right ahead. Bravo. 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 Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I got a quick new segment. Ooh. Oh. Because we I'm only gonna do it for guests. It's exciting. Okay, great. All right, Mara, could you pick a number between one through ten? Seven. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You are zero percent accuracy on that one. <laughs> Do I get a second guess? Nope. Phone a friend? Nope. <laughs> it was three, right? It was three. <laughs> See? Oh, I'm my. saving that one for guests, by the way. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Uh, so here's another segment you really can't take part in. Scott, did you keep you kept the jar loaded from last? Two weeks ago, right? I didn't have it. Somebody, you took it home or somebody. Yeah, did. but we never used it. Yeah, no, it's still, yeah. And it didn't get any milder. So be careful oh, with it. Okay. Boy. So we do a segment, as you're well aware, uh, called What's That Smell? Uh, so we got a jar here. We're all going to take a sniff out of it. And I'll put it up to the microphone so you can get a guess, too. 
<laughs> I'm suffering from heat stroke at the moment, so I'm not going to be able to. I was wondering why you were gassy and losing your train of thought. I think you might be having a stroke. I am. Oh, that is very strong. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I have a guess. I don't know. Oh, Mar, did you smell that? It's very strong. Uh, yeah. Barry's going in for second. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, fourths. I feel like I should know it. And by the way, we should be thinking for our for our April nineteenth day, Mexican themed. I think so. I know what that is. What the hell? <laughs> oh, peek, Joe! I see you peeking. <clears throat> I'm peeking. You peeking I've got son cataracts, of cataracts, dude! I can't see all around myself. <laughs> Middle aged white guy problems. I know what that is. Does anybody want me to guess that's, first? That's or? something that I thought it was a few weeks ago. It, it is half that. All right, I think I might know. I felt like, well, I thought it was some sort of mustard. Nah. Berry. Mustard does go excellent with, with these. That's a pickled beet. I think? thought it was tartar sauce. Uh, it, would, it would smell terrible by now because it's been in my wife's truck for, or his SUV for two weeks. Andrew is correct. It's, it's uh, spicy brown mustard. <gasps> what? Yeah! Oh, my God! Okay, yeah, I believe you. I just looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, got, I, I, I would have bet 50 bucks that was a pickled beet. By the way, knowing that that was a strong odor, and some of you bastards have put some stuff in there that's hard to get out of the jar, I put wax paper in there, and then I put the mustard on a cotton ball so that it didn't contaminate the whole jar. But now it's set in Adrian's Well, whoop-dee-doo, Scott. <laughs> so, Because I'm an empath. I'm thoughtful like that. <laughs> listen, I'm going to say this episode was a masterpiece. And it's like a masterpiece like that in 20 years, we're going to have to be like Spielberg and look at AET and be like, this is so good that I'm going to erase those guns out of the people's hands and make them have cell phones instead when ET comes by. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to improve. We're going to have to be like George Lucas when he redid all those Star Trek movies and he put that Twiggy back in it and uh, he he put the phasers back where the and then he uh, he Barry's had, looking at you right now like, what the? you talking about he took he took a uh, 5d to or whatever and 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 made him like silver instead of gold remember yeah. when he did that he's about to throw punches what the fuck are you talking about that's the only way we're going to be able to improve on today <laughs> i'm hoping to pass out right now <laughs> did, did we adequately plug mara's book like we'd ever name the name yeah okay mara your book title is how to suck at business without really trying anyone who's worked for a boss Unless it's Scott, because we all know Scott's a great boss. Um, no, I worry about becoming really the sensitive. world's best boss. Um, you could probably make Scott cry as your boss, which would be fun. <laughs> I, I, so full disclosure, uh, before you were going to come on today, I was going to spend this hour and I was going to talk to both Barry and Joe about this. Like, let's talk about things that m might make Scott cry. <laughs> That's got to be another episode. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I had that in my back pocket, but I decided not to do it. But I want to thank you for joining us today. <clears throat> yes. Thank I'm, you for the invite. I'm going to let you go because I have to do an outro that uh, involves uh, the band breaking up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, I had a lot of fun. Y'all are super funny. So yes. thank you so much. I'm so glad you came on. And, you on. Yes. All right. Bye. Andrew, right. Joe, Barry, and Scott. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mara. Right, thank bye. You. Bye, Mara. All right. Bye. 
All right, that was Mara. What a great sport. sport. Yeah. And she's a good sport, and she's I think she's super quick-witted and funny. So I, Hey, I Barry, think you got to say sport because the three of us said sport. What a great sport. There she thinks go. I'm funny and cool because I knew I'm true. <laughs> yeah, Scott will probably put up a poster of her and be like, it'll be like one of those motivational posters. You're funny and cool. Can I just say? I'm going to read that book. I promise my, you that. My, you, can, you know, I've read it, so if you want to borrow I'm, it, go I'm, ahead. I'm taking it. My interviewing skills. But buy it. Of somebody I've never read or heard about was pretty good. I right? agree. Wasn't it? Didn't I sound like I knew what I was talking about? You did. Joey, it, you have a gift for it. Yeah. It's, it's true. It, you were much smoother than Barry with Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. I love all your stuff. You know, it's funny. I hope Eric's listening because I evidently said something that irritated Eric because like halfway through the evening when we went to the bar after we did the podcast, he just like stopped talking to me and I I felt so self-conscious. I'm like, what the hell did I say? You are never going to be in one of Eric's movies ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I felt we had a great episode, but sadly I am being, as I said earlier, being forced to take a vacation against my will. That's a shame. The band is breaking up just like we're like Guns and Roses. I mean, we're back together, we're apart. Back together, we're apart. What other bands have have that same issue? Does anyone know? All of them, I thought. Yeah, I don't think all of them are as bad as Guns and Roses were. Oh, that's true. Can I be Slash? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, nice. you have that luxurious hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I got to be Duff. I mean, I'm Axel, yeah, obviously. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're the other one. <laughs> I, I don't even know. You're the one who keeps switching out. Yeah. I'm the temp. <laughs> I, was, I was glad we got back together for the week. Uh, I'm, you, you don't understand how upset I'm going to be not to be here. Maybe I'll call in. I did not get to. A, uh, we actually had a listener email me an audio file that uh, he wanted to do instead of a uh, viewer mail, instead of MAGA. But I did not get to it. I didn't want to interrupt what was going on. I felt it wasn't fair to Mara because she couldn't hear any of the stuff, all those wonderful things I had going on. Um, so I won't see you guys next week. So you're out next week. So it's just like while the ma- cat's away, boys, right? Pass the cheese. Oh, uh, we are going to tear <laughs> it up. Eat all yes. the corn you can. Is that Does that work? Sure. No. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> all right. We will be back together in two weeks, but hopefully, maybe you guys can find somebody to come in. You know, I got nobody. We'll have Karen just read labels the whole time <laughs> uh, and yell at Joe. And did you look at my notes because that's on my list of notes? No. Yeah, there's have, notes. Have Karen read <laughs> read labels. All right, guys. We will see you. They'll be here next week. I'll see Peace. you guys in two weeks. Peace out. Great to be back. <laughs> <laughs>